Welcome and bienvenidos a todos to our football podcast about Mexican women's soccer. And uh, this week it'll be Mexican women's soccer and World Cup uh, soccer too. I am your host, Eugene Rapinski, and with me as always is Adriana Terrazas. Adriana, how are things going? They're going great, Eugene. Um, I have to say, though, uh, we were just talking before we started recording. I'm so surprised no coffee company has actually thought of sponsoring, you know, like fans that are like waking up at 1 a.m., 3 a.m., or whatever weird time zone <laughs> you guys are in to watch World Cup games. I mean, there's there's like, like like a lost opportunity here. Like marketing people were not on their toes, like thinking about the situation. Um, oh, my goodness. It happened in Qatar and it doesn't seem to be happening now. So we're all struggling to stay awake, but uh, happily, happily um, trying to take on that challenge. <laughs> yeah, I I um I'm still accepting any and all uh, coffee companies who want to sponsor me and send me free uh, coffee. Um yeah, and you know what? Like, here's here's the thing that kind of worries me too is that uh, we 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 haven't even gotten to like the 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 three a.m. one a.m. game start time games. <laughs> we just had I know uh, we just had ones uh, last night that we were in uh, somewhat, at least here on the East Coast in the U.S. somewhat okay times. It was uh, I think uh, <laughs> I love the five a.m. Okay and seven a.m. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm 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 usually up like six six o'clock in the morning, anyways. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm not looking forward to these ones that are starting at like, you know, one thirty, three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I know it's going to be rough. Those, those it's going to be a rough the, couple the, weeks. Yesterday's games. Those were the times for, for me. I'm, the first game, the New Zealand Norway game was at 1 a.m. So that was OK. Um, I didn't make it to the 4 a.m. one for the Australia Ireland. One. That, was, that was just I, I had the same thing happen in Qatar. I wasn't sure if I should go to sleep and then wake up because sometimes it's really difficult to wake up or just like keep on going and somehow make it. I tried that <laughs> second one. It didn't really work. Oh um, no. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I fell asleep terribly. Like, at, but the same thing, I mean, I usually wake up around 6am. So I was way behind. Um, I don't know. Well, it's just, I guess like a day by day kind of thing and we'll just see how it goes and hopefully we'll catch really good games and hopefully we'll find some way to stay awake and, and enjoy as many as we can. <laughs> I was fortunate enough to wake up in time to see the, the Australia Ireland game. And um, yeah, I was, I'm, I just kind of like, well, you know, if I'm not, if it's not something that I'm, I'm covering with, with our, our good friends at Shea Butter FC, uh, I'm just, you know, I'll catch it or, or I won't. And just going to like kind of live with that. So, yeah. um, you know, what, what can you do? Uh, you know, I, I can, I have to sleep sometime. So. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Like you, you were mentioning this before the pod, like they're probably complaining the same thing when we have games over here. So I'm sure um, I'm sure in four years, the the people on the other side of the world will be complaining about, oh, it's ridiculous. The Americans have like four time zones. And, you know, why are they why are they game? Why are there games at all these different times? And, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be mad at us and yeah, you know, just deal with it, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But uh, anyways, um, before we get into to all that, I guess before we get into that uh, in a much deeper level, the league started. Liga Mekis Femenil is back. And we had a great week, I think, last week. Um, we won't get too in-depth on all of the games. Um, you know, was there a game specifically that stood out for you? Oh, you're not going to like it, Eugene. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. Stood out, yeah. stood out in a bad way. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's okay. There's this thing. There should be like some kind of rule, at least like even if it's like an unwritten rule where you don't get clasicos the first week in the tournament. <laughs> it's just, it's just like not fair. It's like you don't want to see teams come in 
like first week, second week, third week, uh, still getting the hang of things, still kind of like like new players joining and not not totally fit, um, facing like an arc rival. You, I mean, you can't do that. Um, so I really didn't appreciate the fact that American Pumas uh, faced each other. I mean, obviously we were eager to see the game, but yeah, um, America getting that five to two victory. Um, in Seoul was 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 pretty painful for Pumas fans. I'm pretty sure they would have loved to have this game like halfway through the season at least. Um, but still, I mean, great to see. I'm I'm still really psyched about like all the uniforms that Pumas has, Eugene. I mean, not not the actual uniform, but like the training kits and everything. They're really good mm-hmm. this year. I mean, really. Um, and this coming from a Chivas fan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but they're really really nice. Um, I was eager to see Desiree Monsivais uh, play with Pumas. She came in for the second half. And then, obviously, also America um, just showing off really um, the amazing squad that they have with with Eileen Aviles. I mean, it's 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 like a killer squad. America is 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 like I mean, this is happening on men's side again. I have no idea what's going on at Club America, but they're doing things really. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm a bit scared at this point, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because I mean, if you look at the squad, you 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 have all the regulars, right? But you have you have Sara, you have Alison, but you also have. Um, Cuevas, you have Aviles joining in. Um, it's 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 a killer squad. So I'm I'm pretty sure they're going to be one to beat this season. Uh, but obviously, yeah, I I wasn't um, a fan of them beating Pumas as they did five to two. Me either. Um, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm from what I'm hearing. Uh, I think we should do a, a redo later in the season when uh, yeah. Pumas is is much more fit. No, I mean you know it, <laughs> this is this is not obviously not the start that that Pumas would want, uh, especially when it seems like they're kind of going into a new era with with Desiree Montsevais. Um, but you know it it is what it is. Uh, there are certainly lessons that can be taken away from this. And like you said, you know, America is kind of like a super team at this point. Like they, they mm-hmm. there's no weak spots anywhere on that roster. They're playing really well. I mean, they had, uh, you know, they played the uh, Campion de Campeonas before, so they weren't exactly coming into this straight out of camp like Pumas, um, you know, so they, they were already fit. They were already, you know, kind of a well-oiled machine and, you know, Pumas just happened to kind of get in the way and, uh, you know, there's there's certainly things they can take away from it, you know, uh, you know, from a, from a fan standpoint, that was not great losing like that uh, at home. But uh, you know, it is it is what it is, and there are there are still 16 games left to play, um, you know, and uh, if, if things go well, we can get our revenge in the uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could just think that you just like like had this and got over with it and then <laughs> focus on the other team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that that's out of the way, um, we can go about <laughs> the rest of the season. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I another, think... another game. Uh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going no, to, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I was I, too. Let's, let's hear it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, um, okay. First of all, Chivas fired their coach like two days before the, the tournament started. And that was just like, like a panic button for all Chivas fans because I mean that's like a no-no that's a big no-no mm-hmm. um I mean I'm really eager to see what Spinelli brings to the team um there's kind of like an Almeida's like sense of it you're bringing in foreign coach and he's got experience elsewhere a first time in the league that sort of thing um but yeah obviously um, um just switching coaches three days before the league starts is not not one of those things you want to happen I mean if, if you're gonna have a change that sets big hopefully you'll have it like just after last season ended or something. 
Uh, Chivas, I think, struggled against against Cholos. I, th- I thought they'd be a little bit stronger. I think they they really struggled against Cholos. Um, and also, I think, sadly enough, I think Valenzuela's goal was slightly offside. But still, I mean, it's one of those teams that's really difficult uh, to go and play against, particularly when, when it's an away game. Um, Tijuana has that for them with, with the artificial turf and, and just playing so far away. I think it's something that really plays in their favor. But in this case, it, it wasn't like it wasn't the performance I was expecting from Chivas, uh, disregarding the fact that, yeah, we know they're, they're going to switch, they're going to change coaches for next week. Um, but still, I mean, hopefully, again, this is something that happens usually with all teams in Liga Max. You'll start seeing off like first for a couple of weeks, it still seems as though they're kind of off. And then slowly they'll start getting into form and you'll start seeing way better performances. But still, um, happy to see that. Um, kind of freaked out because I have no idea where Rene Cuellar is going to end up. We know mm. she wasn't registered with, with Sholas. And I think that's a real shame because I think she's one of the key players in the league. So hopefully we'll know um, what's going on with her sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, that's something that kind of stood out to me too was that Chivas struggled uh, against a Tijuana that was not full strength. Um, you know, Renee Cuellar is out, like you said, she's not registered with them. Angelina Hicks was also out. Uh, I believe she's injured. Uh, so this is not exactly the the full strength Shola side that we've uh, kind of been accustomed to seeing over the like last season or whatever. And Chivas did it; they struggled uh, and. Like you said, part of that could be chalked up to it being in Tijuana, playing on the the, the plastic grass and playing so far away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, something else I, I think is that everything I've heard about uh, the, the new coach, uh, Spinelli, I think he is going to be such a shift from the way that they have been playing that it might be difficult for them to kind of transition to that smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was talking, I was actually talking to somebody who worked with, with uh, him and he was saying that, you know, he's like from Spinelli's from the school of the Volpe, right? Like he, he likes overlapping fullbacks, uh, you know, so that's not something we've seen really from, from Chivas, Um, you know, like playing possession, but, you know, not really losing like verticality. Like that's something we just, we, that's not what Chivas has been. And I think it's going to take them a bit to adjust to that if they can i mean they may you know looking at their fullbacks and their wingers like i don't know if they have the ability to do that consistently on both sides like i'm not saying that the fullbacks i i don't think could get forward i think they could but you know i i wonder you know are their wingers able to drop back and defend when needed you know i I don't know if that's necessarily something that they can pull off well on on a consistent basis and and when while the, the tournament is actually being held, I mean, if this was happening a couple of months before the the tournament started, just like just coming off of uh, getting a break from last season, maybe I mean you you could start working on that preseason, get, getting a couple of practices during the day. Um, but definitely, I hadn't heard about that. But if that's what's probably going to happen, it seems as though it's not a project that will um, just bring in results for this season. It seems as though that's kind of like, like like a short term, like a, more like a midterm. Uh, kind of thing that is that will happen. So we're probably not going to see uh, Chivas at its best this season. Probably maybe next season. Um, so yeah, I mean, if that if that happens as fans, I think the club has to. Uh, it's not as if it, they don't have to come forward and say that they're they're going to let just let the season go and and not really uh, try to win it. But fans need to be conscious of what 
can really realistically happen with the team this season. So yeah. hopefully we'll we'll get some um, some information, maybe get to know the coach a little bit more with all these changes, and then understand what would re- realistically be a good uh, a good result for this season. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think with a lot of work this season, they could do okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the more realistic goal is them doing very well over the next couple of seasons. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I know that that's not a mindset that we see a lot in, in Mexican soccer in general, um, you know, kind of just going into a season and going, we're rebuilding this, 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 this season, um, you know, but uh, I, I get the, I get the feeling that, that that may be the tack that they're taking. Um, yeah. And may, maybe not, you know, maybe they think that, that uh, this transition is going to be easier than they thought. And, uh, you know, who knows, maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the X's and O's will kind of all work out, but um, I'm not really feeling like Chivas is going to have a, a season kind of like they had uh, last season or the season before. Um, you know, I think it's going to be a little bit of a down year and just how far down that is, whether that's, uh, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth place or whether that's, you know, outside of the Ligia, like, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. It seems as though, I mean, I, I have no problem when that happens, except when it happens this way. Again, it, it seems as though thing was last minute. It doesn't seem as though it was um, something that, that should have happened the way it did. I mean, it would have been awesome to have this happen again during the preseason and understand what's coming forward. And still, I mean, it, it still could mean, uh, despite having a couple of months, you, it still couldn't be enough. Um, to make it through the season and, and try to get that championship. But, um, but yeah, it just seems as though it's one of those things that really um, like um, just shakes fans a bit before the season. It's not the best way to come in. And, and uh, we had the situation with Jocelyn as well. So it's, it's not like the best scenario you want to have for like the start of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I think, I think Nelly Simone has an idea of, of what she wants the club to look like and how the club is going to be run. And, you know, I kind of trust in that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it's just, I think it's going to be, I think there's going to be some, some rough, uh, some rough times, maybe not too rough, but you know, I, I just don't think the, the Chivas of old where they were pretty much indestructible, I don't think that's going to be the reality of the season. I think it's going to be a much more difficult season for them. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll, we'll kind of see, right. I mean, you know, they they still have to play, uh, you know, the really tough teams and then they're going to get to play, you know, the, the Pueblas and Mazatlans and the Coxes of the world as well. And, you know, who, who knows uh, where they'll kind of end up, you know, at the, at the end of it all. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Any other game uh, that caught your eye? Yeah, you know, I thought the the first game between Toluca and Monterrey was was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I was excited to see the new look Toluca, and it didn't disappoint. Yep. Um, you know, I thought they were, I thought they came out and looked really good with all the new players. Uh, I thought that was just kind of a real exciting match. Uh, it really could have went either way. Um, you know, but I, I think a one one draw was was good. Uh, the the Mazatlan. Cruz Azul game was actually a really good one. Um, I caught that one and uh, you know, cause Mazatlan's a team that really kind of put a lot of effort into this off season. I feel like, uh, which is kind of a weird thing to say, uh, you know, we're <laughs> so used to them just kind of uh, you know, not really, not really putting forth a visible effort um, you yeah. know, or, or an effort that's visible from, from outside perspectives and to see them, 
I mean, they were, they were, they pretty much had Cruz Azul in hand uh, in the first half. You know, uh, they looked really good. Wound up losing three to two to them, but uh, it was it was not uh, it was not a cakewalk by any any stretch of the imagination. And they're another team I think that will kind of grow into themselves. I mean, there was a lot of turnover, there are a lot of new players. Of course, you know, passes are going to be poorly weighted, and timing is going to be off coming into your first game. You know, uh, give them a couple of weeks. Now, I'm not I'm not saying oh they're going to go to Ligia, they're going to be super leader, nothing like that. But uh, they are. I, I feel very comfortable and confident in saying they're not a doormat anywhere. They're not an easy three mm-hmm. points where you can, you know, play your, your bench players and some, uh, some of the Academy kids and, uh, you know, get a six, nothing win that ain't happening this year. Yeah. Agree. So. Yeah. It, it definitely does seem as though, um, we could see a different Mazatlan this season. So that's really exciting just because of, again, it, they were a doormat pre- previously. So, Anything yeah. that's showing any signs of a project, something long-term, um, continuity, whatever, um, is is just a, a great sign for any of us. Yeah, 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 and it's 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 good to see that, and, you know. And we've certainly uh, we've certainly held their feet to the fire on the show when they weren't doing <laughs> good, and I, you know, I feel like we should give them praise when when they do things well, and they, yeah, so far so good. Obviously, it wasn't the result they would have wanted, but uh, this this was definitely a different look uh different look team yeah agreed. i'd say the only other game that really uh caught my eye uh was the juarez atletico san luis game just because of how physical that was um you know that was there was a lot of uh a lot of hard tackles um we saw nicole buenfield tweet out after the game um she like took a picture of like her thighs and then added. Oh wow, they were of, all scraped. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, the, of the player basically coming in, foot up, studs up, right in, right into her thighs, and um, mm-hmm. you know, not nothing was shown, not a card, nothing like that, and uh, yeah, yeah, know, that was like, that was, was that was a, scary. <laughs> it 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 was it was like it looks like she's you know more or less okay, and um, you know, thankfully for that, but. Uh, you know that was just a really, really physical game, and um, yeah, I'd like to see like a little bit less of that, man. Like, I don't want to see players uh, getting hurt. I don't mind physicality. I don't. I don't mind uh, pushing and shoving and players getting into each other's faces. But you know, that's uh, you know that that had the potential to really, uh, really be bad, and uh, you know, cost a player a season or maybe even mm-hmm. their career. You know, you never want to see that. So. Yeah, agreed. And, and we've just had like a pandemic of ACL injuries. So anything that's coming close to that it is really terrifying at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, that's that was pretty much all of the uh, all the games uh, really quickly. You know, uh, Santos uh, got out to an early lead, but then wound up losing to Pachuca uh, three to one. And then Tigres, uh, I mean, no real surprise there. Thrashed Puebla four to nothing. <laughs> Honestly, it could have been a lot more. Um, Mia Fischel was noticeably absent. A lot of uh, rumors swirling around mm-hmm. her future, and um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you want to. We want to get into into that. I mean, like, I think everyone's um, we're, we're kind of like using the same information. Is mm-hmm. everyone saying that she's going to move to Chelsea? It, everyone, and it seems as though it could be the highest transfer. Um, and I, at least in that league, um, I was seeing something about around 200,000. I don't remember if it was dollars or pounds or euros. Um, 
but yeah, it seems as though, and then just after not seeing her be available for that game, it, that, that, that's usually something that point points that things are going in that direction. You just don't want a player that's uh, between transfer to get injured or anything. So it seems as yeah. though that could be a real possibility. Yeah. Um, I'll hate it because I enjoy seeing her play in, in Mexico. <laughs> I enjoy seeing her play for Tigres, but I'll also love it because, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's proof of, you know, just how good she is. Like we, mm-hmm. we know that we know how good she is. Yep. We get to, we get the privilege of watching her 17 weeks plus a year. And, yep. um, you know, now, now we get to share that, uh, with, uh, the rest of the world, uh, <laughs> And like, it's, it's good, but it's also kind of, it's also kind of sad. Like I'm going to, I'm going to miss seeing her uh, playing for Tigres and uh, you know, kind of being a leader there. Yeah. So we will, yeah, uh, we will I, certainly I, see what happens. I feel the same way. I'm kind of like, I want everyone to know where players are coming from and, and somehow that indirectly will promote the league, but otherwise it's like, Oh man, we're really using a, we're, we're really, really, really losing a, a key player. Um, I mean, obviously we've spoken about how, uh, uh, how big and how amazing um Tigres' squad is and mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll miss her but not definitely probably not in the field because they really have lots of players uh to come in and take on that position but she had definitely has proven uh, her talent and this is why it seems as though we might be losing her for next season yeah and it'll be a shame if they do but uh you know I think uh Tigres will have about two hundred and sixty thousand dollars or pounds or euros to to go find a replacement. <laughs> Probably find a pretty good one for for that amount of money. So, agreed. <laughs> um, yeah, no, lots uh lots to lots to keep in mind um, from last week. The only game, the other only other game was Atlas and Querétaro that was postponed because of drainage. They were still they were doing work on the field at Estadio Jalisco. Went a little bit long, so they had to reschedule that. I think that's going to go down the 26th. I think that's this coming uh, Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that. Um, what game What game do you have your eye on for this coming week? You um, just pick one. I mean, I, I want to see Chivas with Spinelli's, and I'm guessing we're going to see him next week. I know it's still really short notice. We probably still won't see much of what he expects from the team yet. Uh, but I want to see his interactions with the players. I want to see who he talks to. I want to see everything that goes on in the bench. I want to see if he does any changes, despite being his first weekend. Um, I'm really intrigued to see what goes on with with the team. So uh, that's more as a Chivas fan, as a, as a more of a Liga Max feminine fan. Um, I'm guessing. I think maybe the Pumas Atlas game. I'm kind of interested to looking uh, looking at. Again, it's another a home game for. For Pumas, uh, we haven't seen Atlas because of what you were just mentioning, that the game was postponed. So I, I think that Pumas-Atlas game could be pretty interesting. I agree. Um, you know, I'll, I'll say that one just because of my my kind of obvious <laughs> fandom. Um, you know, I also think Pumas, I think they're better than what they showed last week. I think they're better than a 5-2 to two loss to America. And I'm interested to see Atlas. Atlas is always one of those teams. You kind of never know what you get until you get it. So <laughs> I'm just interested to see how how those two kind of fare against one another. I think you'll get a pretty good um, estimate of of how they're going to look and, and the quality of, of, of each team uh, for this coming season from this game. Uh, but, you know, aside from that, I, I think the Juarez-Tigres uh, game is going to be interesting. Um, you know, oh, yeah. with all Mila the changes in... Team. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Milo against their former team. You know, Juarez has undergone a lot of changes, but they they looked they looked good against San Luis. Um, yeah, right. I, I I also thought I was kind of like worried a bit just how much you can lose like emotionally just because of how many changes have taken place. But if it is a project as solid as we saw last season, it should endure those changes anyway. So hopefully it will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw today they had a couple players that are going to going to miss the game. Andre Hernandez is going to be out. So we'll we'll see kind of how that goes, but obviously Tigres won't have probably won't maybe won't have me official available. So yeah, we we will we will see um how that goes. But I just always think that's that's like kind of a northern rivalry um matchup. <laughs> You know, I was thinking not... think that with the Santos games as well. It's, I don't know if it's something that we're we're trying to make happen. I do know there's some rivalry there, but I'm not entirely sure if it's as big as we think it is, or if it's just something that we want to happen just because I don't know Juarez, Santos, Tigres, Monterrey kind of thing. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, Santos and Juarez definitely have a a, a long kind of rivalry um going with one another and i think there is a bit of a rivalry between juarez and uh Ferreccio teams and i think with santos as well just because they're all you know they're all kind of in the same area and uh you know is it as big as like the actual regio or i don't think so no, but you know no. i think there is a bit of a rivalry and yeah i think it's fair to say that we would like to see that develop into something a little bit more than just kind of a a, a minor thing because rivalries are fun <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah agree i think i think so, we have like pretty good games again hopefully it's not the kind of game that you're like oh man i wish i could have seen that but like halfway through the season um but yeah definitely really good games. maybe seeing mazatlan as well against toluca that's a big challenge for them but it yeah. is a home game for them so maybe i don't know kind of even out a bit but that'll be interesting to see as well just to see how um if if our expectations of Mazatlan are just in the same, like are headed in the right direction or if we're just being fooled. <laughs> no, I think it'll be a good test. I think it's a lot like the Pumas Atlas game. I think you're going to, you're going to learn a lot about both teams and kind of where they are. Um, you know, I think, I think we kind of know about the level to expect from both of those teams, but who knows? Like, I, I think yeah. that, I think that, uh, I think it should be a pretty competitive game. Um, so we will, we will see. Yeah. So, well, we are going to take a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we are going to talk everything World Cup. So stay tuned. And we're back. So the World Cup is upon us. Um, you know, it's uh, something that I, I have mixed emotions about. Uh, on the one hand, I always look forward to seeing the World Cup. And on the other hand, Mexico is not in it. And I kind of feel like, well, I, no. I kind of don't care, you know, so... <laughs> But uh, it's it's here, and uh, you know we might as well enjoy it uh, because it does only come around once every four years, and it should be really really entertaining. A lot of good narratives, a lot of good stories um, are out there. Um, Adriana, who are you most excited to see this uh, this tournament? Oh man, I mean, I, I'm I'm usually always rooting for like the smaller teams, and we have so many teams that are actually playing their first World Cup. So I'm I'm secretly rooting for all of them. Just because I know how difficult it can be coming into a World Cup and, I don't know, Vietnam facing USA and just understanding how much of a scare that can be. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, But 
I mean, despite that, I'm really eager to see teams like Argentina that we sometimes get a glimpse of their leagues and some of the players uh, that come over to Liga Mekis Femenil. Uh, I'm also eager to see. Let me. Um, I I was I was really rooting for for the Netherlands last World Cup. I thought they could make it all the way. Uh, they were so close though. Um, they don't have Vivian Miedema, who I really enjoy as a player, but mm. I still think it'll be really interesting to see what they can do this this tournament. Um, I'm secret. I'm also not not secretly. I actually I I told lots of colleagues this. I I think England will is my favorite team to actually win the whole thing. Ooh, football's coming home. Yeah. I was actually Why? even like just like joking that they could like reverse like um Alex Morgan's like teacup celebration thing uh sometime. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> like, kind of that like would revenge. be that would be amazing. I would I would like to see that. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm excited to see the debutantes. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Philippines, uh that's that's just such a good story. Vietnam as well, uh Morocco and Zambia. Uh, Haiti, Panama, and Portugal, and the Republic of Ireland are all making their debut. Um, Got to admit, I'm I'm excited to to watch Ireland. Um, Sinead Fairley, uh, you and I were talking about this before we started recording. Sinead Fairley actually went to, to high school with my with my wife. Um, so you know, kind of kind of pulling for her, kind of pulling for for Ireland um, as well. Um, but for me, I, I think I want to see Brazil win it. I want to see Marta get her her World Cup. Um, you know, I, I you know I, I wrote a I wrote an article for SB Nation about her legacy and what this means. Uh, you know, I don't think she necessarily needs this to kind of cement her legacy as being the greatest ever, but it would certainly help. Um, you know, so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I I really hope that this is her tournament. I hope this is uh, her time to shine. So, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it is like a, a World Cup. I think we're starting to see lots of transitions within teams. Lots of players that have mentioned this will be their last World Cup. Some that maybe haven't mentioned it, but it's most likely their last World Cup as well. Um, and it's so funny because on the men's side, they make such a big deal of players that have played five World Cups. Uh, four World Cups, and then over here we have players that are already playing their fifth, and maybe even looking into their sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it again, it's just one of the things that happens because of how young some of these players have started out. Um, but definitely, um, yeah, also eager to see all all these new teams come in, um, try to make write their own histories. I mean, we saw it yesterday with New Zealand; they had never won a single game in World Cup history. Uh, I think they've played five of them. Um, but still, just, just seeing that victory yesterday, it just starts to show, I mean, this is what we want to see happen. We want to start seeing some of these teams complicate things a bit more to others that despite the fact that they've even been world champions like Norway, um, just have things complicate things a little bit more. And, and you have other teams coming in and starting to make, a like, again, write their own histories. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, something that's kind of telling is that we've been talking about this now for a few minutes and we've only mentioned the United States once. I mean, they're the back-to-back reigning champions. Uh, they seem to have kind of have held uh, the world cup in their hands uh, pretty much for, you know, as long as, as long as we can remember. And this year they're, they are not a lock. They, and you know, that it's, that is a good thing. Um, that is definitely a good thing because um, you know, it's good to see these other teams getting to that level, getting to the level of professionalism and just talent and 
everything that the United States has kind of held a leg up on everybody else, you know, for so long, mm-hmm. it's good to see that that's, uh, that's no longer going to be good enough. Um, you know, and, and that other nations around the world are putting in the investment and, and getting players uh, to, to buy in and getting the kind of level, getting into the level that the Americans have been at for, for a while. Um, you know, it's, it's good. Like it shouldn't just be, you know, the U S tournament to lose every four years. Like that's boring. You know, yeah. I, I like that, uh, you know, there's even, even in CONCACAF, there's, you know, there's a lot of quality there. Canada, mm-hmm. Jamaica, Haiti, Panama, like Costa Rica, like any of those teams on a given day can really give them trouble. Um, and that's just in the same confederation, you know, so we will, we will certainly see um, how this all plays out. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see that. I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. Who do, who do you think is going to um, be the dark horse this tournament? Who do you think is going to be like uh, Qatar's Morocco? <laughs> it could actually be Morocco. Uh, Morocco could be the Morocco of this tournament. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people have taken them a little bit for granted. And, you know, you kind of do that at your own peril. Um, You know, but I think. You know, I'm just I'm looking at some of these teams, uh, Argentina. Colombia, um, you know, teams that aren't necessarily favorite. Like, you know, if we look at like the favorites, it's it's got to be like Australia. It's got to be Brazil, the U.S., obviously Canada, you know, Germany, uh, France, right? Like England, right? Like everybody kind of goes, okay, well, th- this is the pool of who's going to kind of make it. But then I go, you know, like Jamaica, you don't want to overlook them. Definitely don't want to overlook Haiti, mm-hmm. you know, don't overlook Nigeria. Don't overlook Zambia. Don't overlook Morocco. Don't overlook Colombia. Don't overlook Argentina. Like all of these different teams, you know, China, Japan, South Korea, like don't overlook them, um, you know, because they don't even need to have their best day to take advantage of your mediocre day. Yeah. You know, that's that's really all it's going to take for for some of these teams. Uh, you know, we kind of saw that with New Zealand uh, beating Norway. Now, I, I definitely don't think Norway are the the big scary uh monster that they used to be uh, back in like the nineties or two thousands. Uh, but they're still really good in New Zealand beat them. You know, it was our first ever win. So I don't know. I don't think you can take any of these teams lightly. Um, but those are the ones that kind of stand out to me. I, you know, a lot of the CONCACAF teams, uh, the CONMEBOL teams as well. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, there's just quality everywhere. And I, I, I wouldn't, you know, if I'm one of the bigger teams, I wouldn't just go, oh, well, here's here's an easy win. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw what happened with Zambia and Germany uh, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zambia is, is the team that's ranked worst in the entire World Cup, and they just came and, and beat second place in, in rankings, which was Germany. So it really shows that anything can happen in the World Cup. And hopefully, yeah, I wouldn't mind a couple of surprises, a couple of letdowns with the bigger teams, just with one of these uh, with these debutants, as you were mentioning. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's part of the the fun of these tournaments, right? Is to see a, a, a historic power kind of get humbled by a team that's hungry and wants to go out and prove that they that they belong there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, you you look at like Zambia. You know, it's their first tournament there, and people may you know kind of look down on them and go like, you know, well, why are you guys even here? Uh, <laughs> do that do that at your own at your own risk pal like i wouldn't i certainly wouldn't do that you know um 
there's a lot of there's a lot of good players on on all of these teams and yeah you know i think that's i think that's going to make just for a fun tournament um yeah, just because great. i think we're going to get more of those those like magic moments and those upsets and and things of those nature Despite that we're looking forward to all these surprises, who would you think could be a letdown? Could, who do you think could actually be like, oh man, this really wasn't their old cup. They, we were expecting so much more of them and, and then somehow they just won't make it past like the group stage or something. Mm. Uh, if we're talking about not making it past the group stage. Ooh. All right. I, I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here and say Spain. I think just because of everything that's kind of gone on with their, with their Federation. Mm -hmm. um, it just seems like it was like the last second where they just kind of threw everything together behind Jorge Vilda and nobody seems to really like him. And I just, I just think that's a recipe for disaster. Um, I just, I don't, I don't know. I think, you know, but again, you know, I look at, I look at, I look at all these teams and I go, I don't know. I could, I could see almost all of them, kind of getting out of of their group you know well so the, the if, thing is i mean I, I was also thinking about that like some of these teams are coming uh, coming in with like difficult circumstances uh i know nigeria had some trouble with their federation regarding mm -hmm. prize money and stuff like that we had the same thing going on with canada um i was actually like leaning a little, a little bit more towards canada just because again they, they've had so much trouble with their federation uh the rumors that were there are actually going to declare bankruptcy um, mm. it, it's like these kind of things that really distract players, sadly enough. So um, we've had that. We had situation with Spain as well. So, yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be one of those teams that had that off field situation to deal with that could really distract players and avoid them having um, a performance to up to par with what we we think they they have as a squad. So, yeah, I, I was thinking about that as well. Like one of these teams that has had some kind of conflict uh prior to the world cup yeah unfortunately that's like all of them though <laughs> I, think, I think well most of them yeah <laughs> i think you know just if you look at if you look at at all of the federations here uh there's, there's to be issues yeah. with all of them whether it's with the coach whether it's with the federation not paying players whether it's with um you know, just subpar accommodations and that sort of stuff. I think up and down the list, you just go, ugh, you know, um, yeah, do, do better federations. Um, <laughs> you know. We don't want to have this conversation, you guys. <laughs> uh, we, we, yeah. You know, we, we, we have it all the time and um, you just need to do, do better for your, for your women. Like what games are you like really looking forward to? Let's see the game that I'm really, looking. Well, I mean, Nigeria versus Canada because I'm uh I'm that's tonight <laughs> starting here and uh not not very long I'm I'm really looking forward to that one you know I, I am I'm looking forward to to seeing what the Philippines can do I don't think I'm going to be able to stay up and see it actually but I will try and catch a recap of it I'll definitely be checking the <laughs> score the first the first thing when I wake up I mean they're playing Switzerland you know, Switzerland's not necessarily like a dominant power, but they're good enough, you know, and it'll be a good gauge of where the, the Philippines are. I think that's going to be a fun game. I think Zambia versus Spain is going to be fun. I think uh, England versus Haiti is going to be fun. I don't think England's ready for uh, for Haiti and uh, what, what they can kind of do. Uh, and I think it's going to be a rude awakening for them if they, if they try and <laughs> overlook uh, they try and overlook them. So. I mean, the, the U.S.-Netherlands game that's coming in as like one of the games for, for the second round of the group stage. 
Uh, that's yeah. definitely going to be like on another level. I think that's going to be really, really complicated. I'm also eager to see the Argentina Italy game. I think somehow uh, both of those teams are coming in uh, like performance wise. I think they're quite like re- they're quite similar somehow. Maybe not the top teams you would expect. Definitely, they're not over there with with England with the U.S. Uh, but somehow I think they're kind of similar. So hopefully that will be a good game as well. Um, and France versus Brazil, I think will be really exciting. I think that's oh, going to yeah. be, it's one of those group stage games and you're like, oh, wow, this could definitely be like a quarterfinal game. Um, so hopefully um, it'll be up to par as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of really good games coming up and it's, it's exciting. You know, I, I, you know, I, I don't think there's like a I don't think there's like a dud in the group, right? Like I, I'm kind of just looking and going, I don't know, like even, you know, even something that may not seem that exciting, you know, mm-hmm. still has the possibility for an upset, right? Yeah. You know, so I, I don't well, know. Well, I don't. It's, it's one of these things with the World Cup, because I mean, not, not only are we looking into teams that we've never had in a World Cup, but it's usually also teams that we have really we don't really rarely we rarely see um, and we can rarely follow their leagues as well. So this is like our mm-hmm. only shot of actually getting to know them, uh, yeah. which is why I think we appreciate all of them because we want to see all of them because we, we it's just, yeah, we, we've never seen these players. We've never seen them in action. We don't know their stories. So we're just eager to get to know them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. Um, you know, we will be. Uh, you know, rooting for the the five players from Liga Mekis Femenil who are with uh, with their World Cup squads. Uh, let's see if I can do this from memory. We've got Marta Cox with Panama. We've got... Uh, Sepo Senwe. Uh, Sepo with South Africa. Mm-hmm. We've got, obviously, Jenny Hermoso with Spain. Um, Del Campo with Costa Rica. Del Campo with Costa Rica. And uh, did Ruth Sophia. Bravo go with... No, Sophia Brown. That's right. I knew there was somebody with, yeah. with Argentina. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, th- this is the funny thing, though. I mean, technically, it's five players from the Amekis family going to the World Cup. But if you look at FIFA's official rosters, they have seven uh, because they, they still have Mariana La Roquette coming in from Leon, which we know isn't exactly true because she's going over to Orlando Pride. Mm-hmm. And then we have Jermaine Seposengue, uh, who's registered with Juarez, but she was announced uh, to be leaving the team. So. Noxolo Sasane. Yeah, I'm sorry, Noxolo, not, not German. Yeah, Noxolo. Yeah. Um, so it's like they, yeah, that, like technically it's seven, but realistically it's five. And then you have uh, Maria Paula Salas from Costa Rica. Um, she's all, she was also called up, but she shows up as a free agent. Um, and we know her from Rayadas. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like they are, but they aren't. So it's, it's, it's weird. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how that happened because I'm guessing rosters are probably like the last thing that they'll send over. Um, and we've known from some of these players uh, changing for a while now. So um, yeah, kind of weird, but realistically, let's say it's five. <laughs> no, we're claiming them. We're claiming them all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still claiming Uche Kanu. Uh you know, even though she she hasn't been with with Tigres uh, since what, like January or something, like we're st- I'm still claiming her. She's uh, she's still uh, <laughs> definitely she's still uh, from 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 our league. Um, yeah. No, I you know I, I wish I wish all of them and, and their teams the best of luck. Uh, you know, and uh, I'll be I'll be rooting for for all of them for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, again. Um, sadly enough, we know Mexico isn't present and that would have been also just a great way to promote the league and, and get to know so many mm-hmm. players elsewhere. Uh, but hopefully all these five and, and others, um, that have passed through here will also 
um, share some, share, shed some light on the tournament, um, where they're coming from. And hopefully that'll do some, some good for the league as well. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, the, the interviews I've seen with Jenny Hermoso, she's always been positive uh, about the league. Um, Sipa Senway um, just put out a, a video w- with Friadas where she was talking very highly of the league. Uh, so, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for the quality of Liga Mekis Femenil and just how how the players who play there, you know, kind of tout that, that, you know, they don't, none of them have to, uh, but, but they do. And I think that says kind of a lot. So it's, it's good to see. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, any, uh, yeah. Who do you think, who do you think is going to win? I, I, I'm going with England. Um, I know everyone's going with the U S and that would probably be my second favorite. Um, not only do I think England has what it takes to actually win, but <laughs> I have the, the same situation going with Lima X Femenil where I know Tigres and Rayadas could win any day. Uh, <laughs> but it's just not a good thing for everyone to have the same teams win all the time. So that's why I'm also rooting for another team. Um, but yeah, I definitely think um, I think England can, can take it all away. Um, hopefully they will. And I'm pretty sure the U.S. will probably be in that final anyway, or definitely at least semifinals. So um, I think it's it's also trying to support other teams to just do better than they did last time or just do better from wherever they're starting off. So, yeah, I, I think I'm kind of rooting for England. Who are you rooting for? Brazil. I got to. I, I oh, really yeah, you were mentioning see, Brazil. Yeah. 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 I, I just I really want to see Marta win it. But I'm with you. You know, I I just sorry, folks. I just don't want to see the U.S. win it again. I just, <laughs> you know, they've two. I don't want it to be three in a row. I mean. You know the. I just think that there's there's other teams that are as good or better, and you know I'd like to see uh, somebody else kind of get some shine uh, for yeah. once. Um, you know, but who knows? Like it could be somebody completely unexpected. You know, uh, maybe Vietnam goes on a tear and just uh, <laughs> you know pulls a Morocco. Should... <laughs> yeah, <something>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe Morocco pulls a Morocco. Like who knows? Like I'm just uh, I'm here for the chaos. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of also rooting for France. I think they had an amazing World Cup last time as the home team. Um, I was kind of disappointed that they didn't make it further, but still, I think they could do pretty well this season. And I mean, this tournament. And they have, they have an odd thing going for them. Their, their coach, uh, Renard, was coach for Saudi Arabia during Qatar. So I'm, I haven't checked this out, but I'm pretty sure it's the first time we have a coach coming in for both teams and even like a World Cup with six months difference. Uh, going from mm. the men to the women. Uh, switching things around so that's pretty exciting as well oh yeah i didn't even realize that yeah it's funny say, right? uh, i, I saw a video a where fact. he was he was like reading all the players for camp it was probably like a couple months ago and then he had wendy renard come over and they were looking at each other like we have like the same last name so it's like we know it's like kind of family <laughs> or something they were like yep good name good name <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun yeah that's amazing yeah, um, unlike what we're seeing in like Spain or some other teams that don't have that kind of chemistry going, uh, yeah. it was it was it was fun to see that. Yeah, yeah. Any uh, any final thoughts? Uh, any final anything before we uh, before we check out and go uh, go watch the World Cup? Send coffee. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. We, we are really trying to make this happen, people. But the, like the, this schedule is really crazy. We thought Qatar was difficult. Oh no, we we had no <laughs> idea what, what we were into. Report. No, no. Um, no, just enjoy it. Um, 
I, I know the official hashtag is, is FIFA WWC. So I, I've seen journalists from all over using it. So I think it's probably the best way to just keep in touch with what's going on everywhere. And yeah, just it, have fun, enjoy it. It's We won't have this for another four years. Um, hopefully we'll see lots of really new, exciting teams. And yeah, I mean, just again, enjoy it. It's, it's what we love. Uh, we have the league as well this weekend. So there's really no excuse, people. You have like women's soccer everywhere. So yeah, <laughs> just go ahead and <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah, definitely uh, no shortage of, of women's soccer available, which is which is amazing. Um, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for the for the tournament, for both tournaments, for both the, the World Cup uh, and for Liga Mackey's Femenil. Um, shout out to all all of our friends who are actually in Australia and New Zealand covering this, um, you know. Y'all are stars, and uh, I I cannot wait to to see what you you're doing. Um, but yeah, like that's uh, I think that's pretty much it. I'm just I'm just so excited to have this much uh, women's <laughs> soccer available. I'm just a little worried that in a month I'm gonna be going through withdrawals and like oh my god, it's like a it's like a Tuesday night and there's no soccer on, and what am I gonna do with myself? And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm up at three a.m. What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'll be up at 3 a.m. Hopefully I won't be up at 3 a.m. But, you know. We'll see. We'll but, see. Uh, yeah. But well, definitely enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it while it lasts, uh, you know. And in the meantime, you know, keep up with the hashtags. Keep up with uh, FIFA, WWC. Definitely keep up with the hashtag Liga MX, F-E-M-E-N-G. Uh, thank you, Adriana. Thank you, everyone who's listening. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it is, in fact, our football and we will see you next time.